RPG Gamecast, episode number 187, a weekly podcast created by gamers and streamers who like to discuss the latest gaming topics from the previous week. We stream a new episode every week and release it on podcast services like Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and so much more. So show us some love. Give us a follow, a like, a comment, what have you on any uh, podcast services out there, or... Go to our main website, ContraFreaksAndGeeks.com, to not miss an episode. I am Mr. CFG Games himself, Davis Green, and with me today, I have my co-host here, Lex, in the second seat. What is going on, my cyborg? I'm in a hurricane watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, just um, debating on, you know, if I need to blow up our air mattress just in case for emergency purposes. Uh, I lived in Houston, so I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty used to hurricane watches and all of the stuff you got to do beforehand. Um, but because we have essentially like an underground city here, and I don't think a lot of people know that y'all have an underground city system, here. Yes, so we have such an intricate drainage system because we don't get enough rain for our soil to just soak it up. So we get immediate flash flooding, even if it's just a drizzle, and like especially near UNLV um where the wetlands are and so a lot of our drainage systems for flooding will go into the wetlands um which unfortunately if someone is swept away that's where you will find them once the water clears but we have a an intricate drainage system for all of the casinos and so it is a huge like a lot of people live in the drainage system who are homeless or choose to be homeless because there are a lot of people who've been interviewed for like documentaries and they hang out down there. But because they have stuff, it's going to get in the way of the drainage system. So they're more concerned about flash flooding because we're not going to have the drainage that's properly there to do the, to it to do its job more or less. But uh, yeah, the underground city is pretty cool. I wow, I've, that's I've crazy. gone once or twice. Hmm. Yeah, so um, just been hanging out. I played uh, six hours almost of Texas Chainsaw Massacre the other night. Uh, I did a surprise Friday because I'm still getting over COVID. So I was playing games this week and I was streaming on Discord, but not on Twitch just because I was in PJs and I just wanted to be comfortable. Um, but we did stream it on Friday. It was great. Um, and uh, we had a lot of fun. I, you know... I'll get into it because that is one of the main topics. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I had a blast. It was interesting. Uh, and uh, again, we'll get into it. But how have you been, buddy? What's been going on over there? I know you're not in a hurricane watch at the moment. <laughs> no, definitely not. Thank goodness. Man, the last hurricane, if I remember correctly, that Dallas really has ever gotten or close to gotten was... Uh, Rita? Uh, well, Rita was, was more into Louisiana side, but we never oh, really yeah. got it in what Texas. after Rita? Because Rita got hit... They, they Katrina, Houston. Katrina, maybe, maybe we, Katrina. No, but it was Katrina hit Louisiana, then Rita hit Houston. Yeah, but Rita it was wasn't back to back. Was Rita really even that hard though? Rita really wasn't even that bad comparatively to. It was the winds that were real bad. Yeah, yeah. It knocked down like fifty foot trees and stuff. That so the one that bad. I remember that was really bad for Texas was Andrew, and that was in the nineties. Uh, so like, uh, cause Andrew yeah. was the one that destroyed like a lot, uh, for, uh, like Galveston and stuff like that here in Texas. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely will say it, but, but yeah, but overall though, I mean, I had a really good week. Um, like I said, don't you worry about hurricanes over here most of the time. Usually you have to worry more about heat and tornado, but, but none of that this time, this time around. But, uh, I've been, uh, I've been just 
in the world of Baldur's Gate, man. Like I play, I'm playing like four different different scenarios with like with, with with different friends <laughs> and stuff. Uh, like last night, I think I did like a five hours just with with uh, one of my one of my really good friends and uh uh and uh, we're just we're just bit messing around and going through the story and lore and everything and just loving it, man. It's <laughs> it's great. I just love I love the fact that like like the there's a there's a there's a there's a uh, structure of the story. But the story is so open ended that when you talk to a different person that's outside of who you're playing it with, could have mm-hmm. a completely different, uh, different like experience. you know, yeah, experience to what you're doing, you know, and that, right. that's that's what I love about that man. Like the choices that you take and stuff like are uh, are permanent and like it, it just it's just so good. It's just so yeah. so freaking good. I just don't even know how they really like. I can't. I can't iterate it enough that this is this game is probably my game of the year. So, nice. so we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely. I'm say glad it. you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. We need to play it again, but like I don't know. I know. Yeah, I don't know what's going to be happening because I mean, man, this like this week is going to be crazy with new games, and then also I know next the it's just going to get it's just going to get more ramped ramping up, especially until uh, yeah. Uh, what's it called? October. Uh, yeah, and when Starfield comes out, it's ridiculous. Um, uh, Wesley's asking on YouTube, is it like Divinity Original Sin 2? It is, it is way better than where, what, what more intricate. Sin. yeah, it is way more yeah. intricate than, uh, than the, the Original Sin 2. Um, well, like, and I played Divinity Original Sin 2 with, um, another couple. So it was me and my partner, Dust, and then, um, my friend Shane and Sarah, and we were playing that. I would say about four hours in, both Sarah and I were frustrated with how long the boys were taking, (laughs) (laughs) making choices, Um, and we we never touched it again um, just because of out of frustration. But I would say Boulder's Gate is definitely, um, it's more intricate, there's more moving pieces, and it doesn't feel i felt like in D- divinity i was going somewhere and then having to go back and then going back out into the field and then coming back to the city and i haven't felt that with boulders gate mm-hmm. um granted we're only a few hours in um with the group that we were playing with dustin davis um and i know dust has his own so you guys all have different matches with different people so mm-hmm. um but i i listen a lot when he's playing especially if i'm in the office working and i haven't really felt that he's having the same experience that he did with divinity so i i would say he's oh, having a better experience it's a night sure. and day difference with divinity i mean don't get me wrong well, and there's a dice sin, roll yeah divinity well i didn't have a yeah, okay, Original so. Sin Two is is a good game, but like, yeah, this is more the closest the closest game I've ever seen for a D and a true D and D campaign. I mean, there's things yeah. that that don't make it that that you can't really you know call it a D and D campaign because they 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 did right. edge off a little bit of it. But for the mm-hmm. most part, it, it's actually like the dice rolls, the perception checks that like they have all the stuff that the the, the, the normal D and D game shows Correct. or uh, has. The, but original sins like deci- I guess the biggest part is the decision making per the individuals that were playing it could get yes. a little bit tedious and monotonous depending on like you know. How long Correct. you? How long an individual has to uh, decide on what they're wanting to do? So yeah, so no, so I guess yeah. Short. <laughs> and yeah, no, so. no spoilers, blue. I mean, I mean, even the start of the game with who you start out with, as far as how, how do I say without spoiling? 
It's it's just it's different. It's very it's, different. It's, it's, different. It's, it's more plain an, and The answer is no. That's what it yeah. is. It's no. not like the other one. But it's get good. the game. Get the game, and it's freaking amazing. And like, yeah, yeah. So there's a reason why everyone decided to just say we're playing it all. We're playing all of this. Uh, it's been three weeks, and more, and still more people are still playing it. So yeah. So and a lot of my horror community is is even playing Baldur's Gate, and they they're not huge in D and D or any of that that I was aware of. And they're all enjoying it too. No, so yeah, 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 I would say it's different. To... It's very yeah. different. Night and day game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the way you said it, I don't like you said your whore community. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> but, but, Horror, like... not whore. <laughs> Did I say but... whore, sir? <laughs> Watch <laughs> okay but i know y'all don't want to be talking about once again uh more uh more of a reason for me to be talking about Baldur's gate for the next 14 hours so let's go to the normal rigmarole that we like to do each and every week and as you can see it's just me and lex today somebody decided to say that he was too far away from the hurricane so we decided to go to Cal california to be closer to it so yeah so, yeah, Fun. yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so each of us chooses a topic of discussion through the previous week uh, in the world of video games. The topic would or could be a game itself or something that happened in the gaming industry. And we don't want to talk about it amongst ourselves. We want you, the listeners, the viewers on Twitch, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Kick, to be a part of the conversation as always. So there, if you have a question or if you want to chime in on what we're talking about, we encourage that. We want you to type it inside the chat. We want you to make it as interactive as possible. We would love to talk about it amongst everyone that is listening to us live so you are also part of the show just letting you know so uh <laughs> so let's get this party started so let's go with lex i know i didn't tell you beforehand me i had a feeling you were gonna do that it's okay i was prepared it's only two of us it was 50 50 man <laughs> you're like please let me please me dig it okay well, anyways <laughs> oh, what are you bringing no. to the table well i was gonna talk about my experience with playing the new tech the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game, uh, and uh, what that was like. So if you guys don't know, I am a predominantly horror horror game streamer. <laughs> uh, I love the spoopies. And uh, the, the same people who made Friday the 13th, which unfortunately is no longer around. If you have it downloaded, though, and you have a custom party, you are still able to play that. Just an FYI, a lot of people didn't know that. Um, but they made the Texas Chainsaw Massacre the game. Now, I was setting up for stream. I hadn't planned to go on. And I hadn't set up anything in, as far as stream-wise and opening components for about a week or two because I, I, I had gotten COVID. And so I was just doing updates and those kinds of things. And um, if you if you stream, you know that when you get a new game, before you stream it, you have to open the game up, change some of the settings so that everything runs smoothly. smoothly. Right when I opened the game, I immediately got sent invites. Uh, and so I was like, wait, guys, go ahead and play a few rounds without me. I'm still setting up. And I ended up going live early. Um, I ended up playing with my friend Drago and Soapy. And we were playing as the family. So if you've watched the movie, um, now this is going to be a little bit of a spoiler. So if you don't want that, now is your time to click out. Is it uh, really we a spoiler, though? I mean... I mean, I come don't on. Think so the the movie There's was what four, 1974? There is four or five different editions of this of this yeah. movie, and it's been around for for gen now at this point generations. Generations, yeah. So if you haven't seen it, I guess that's your fault. So as Davis <laughs> just pointed out, um, you can play as the family, 
as a group or you can play as survivors. Now, as survivors, you have the option to play as four people. As the family, it's three. Now, I did try to find out if you could do like a custom game mode where you could have seven friends. Three is the family. Three is the survivors. That doesn't seem like it's capable at the moment. What hmm. happened... Um, so we jumped in. I immediately started playing as Sissy. I I loved what her synopsis seemed. Now, I will say, I don't care for the tutorial system. I like it and I hate it. One, you don't have to play through the tutorial, which I appreciate. Um, but it's their video tutorials. Now, they do have them sectioned off nicely and very well organized. So if you've been playing but you have a question, because like myself, I only played Killer. I have yet to play Survivor. I don't know what like that experience is like yet. So I was kind of going through the tutorials for if you were a Survivor and what that is like and what your goal is, um, so on and so forth. So uh, I jump into the game with my my two friends and we're playing as family. So I play as Sissy and it immediately shows what her endurance is, what her savagery is. And then, gosh, there's another one. I can't remember. At okay, but well, well, like overall though, like I mean, like I guess when you're saying the family, so the family is is the people the that are killers. on the offense. Are, 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 so the families are the killers, so they're the offensive people, and then correct. You, you're then the visitors are like you know like the tourists and stuff are the are the defensive. Like they have to do the tasks, kind of like what you do in DVD. Correct. So, but you also have tasks as the killer. So. As you get into the match, you, <clears throat> as you're walking around, these little blood pools will be highlighted, and it looks like fleshy meat, kind of on a on a on a stand of a of a thing dripping into a bucket. So your your goal is to collect those blood buckets and feed it to Grandpa. So the more blood you give Grandpa, the more your perks become activated. So there's different levels of perks, mm -hmm. and you. You set that up as you're waiting to get into the game before you ready up. Um, and you have a skill tree. So you can move your skill tree around. You can change it. Currently, as sissy, mine is full. And I can't move my skill tree any further. So I'm just upgrading my perks now. Um, so you pick your perks. And especially if you're in a group, um, I would say it's a lot easier to set your perks so that it's beneficial to everyone. Um, and you know different ones like uh for instance uh if you're carrying a full full um full vial of blood you do 20 percent more damage um in quick attacks right so that's just an example mm. um so you walk around you're collecting blood because uh when the game starts everybody as far as survivors and leatherface are all in the basement and there does have to be a leather face on the map that is key so the other two family members who are playing as killers um you you pick out of that roundup so there's the cook the hitchhiker there's sissy and then leatherface and i believe there's one more killer character so you know whoever is playing leatherface then the other two base it off of who will work well together um so if you if you stab somebody you collect blood obviously and then once you're done stabbing that person you go and give it to grandpa now you have to stab them, obviously, a certain amount of time to kill that person. Um, but all of the all of the the movements and like, for instance, as the killer, you have to start the car battery to get the electric fences going to stop people from escaping. Right. So there are little things like that as you go around the map 
you have to do or check that, you know, the pressure valves haven't been released. If they have, you need to go and find that and stop that gate from opening while also trying to catch these people as they move through the map. Now, once grandpa gets fully juiced up on blood, there is a sonar capability and you can see every person on the map that is a survivor. And so there is nowhere to hide. A big announcement pops up, nowhere to hide. Um, the map is open. And so you're able to see, are they in the house? What level are they on? Are they in the field? Are they near a gate? And everyone can kind of converge and attack and try to stop them from escaping. So it was really interesting. It was very obviously hide and seek game like we've played like with DVD. Um, however, there were different components and it it did make it a, a lot of really interesting. I will say Sissy sings too much, which makes it hard to hear um, movement near me. If somebody's hiding in the bushes, she's singing. I can't hear it. Um, but it, it, I felt like I would see somebody and I'm running towards them and another killer is running towards me. And should be able to see the survivor in front of them, but just runs completely past me. <laughs> They're like, where are they? I'm like, you just ran past both of us. What do you mean, where are they? Can you not see? Um, so maybe my settings are a little better than everyone else's because I was able to change the gamma. I will say there is no colorblind setting. There is no setting to change the white writing. So it took me... I'd say about an hour and a half to figure out how to work my skill tree because everything is in white writing on a lighter background, more of like um, a sunset kind of um, mm -hmm. coloration. Um, now, if you are expecting a game experience like the movie, you are going to be disappointed because that is not what this is. This is a hide and seek killers versus survivors with little tasks here and there. Um, mingled in between. Is it scary? Um, I mean, you, you can probably say the level, sure. maybe the shock, the same kind of shock value of scariness is probably the same the, of the shock value of what DBD would be like, right? Because I would say a little less. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because DBD more has a shock value because it, it can catch you off guard on where right. it's going. Yeah. But. I would say maybe in the basement you would have more of the same kind of shock value because you're crawling around in the dark. So neither of you is expecting the other person to bump into each other. Um, so, yeah, in that scenario, I would say yes. But as far as the rest of the game, I mean, hearing the chainsaw go off is, of course, a little unsettling. But playing again as a killer, I didn't really feel that uh did opie run out of the room because i get asked that a lot opie is our we 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 call it the opie the opie scale so dbd she runs out of the room for sure depending on certain killers she did not leave the room for this game uh she was very content uh none of the sound effects seemed to startle her in any way so if that gives you a clue if you guys have been following my twitch journey you know that opie will run if she is startled by a sound effect um Nope, not the case. Uh, was it fun? Yes, it does get very intense. I do enjoy the camaraderie of having to work together um, as the killer. And I'm sure, of course, that, that goes for survivors as well, because especially if you're trying to get like the pressure gates open, you have to work in tandem, right? I enjoyed the feel of the game. Again, the storyline isn't really... I don't think it's really like a game to really worry about on the story. For, for right. I mean, and I think 
because some of the reviews are kind of interesting because people are, you know, there's there's a lack of knowledge, poor tutorial system. I disagree. Um, it's one sided difficulty. There's lack of content. Again, it's a hide and seek. See, I'm not sure exactly of, what you what were does expecting. That mean? Yeah, that doesn't make any right. sense to me. Like, wait, there so are like three maps. Okay, so you're saying lack of con- like they were saying lack of content. Like, what Correct. the what like if it's a hide and seek game are they talking about skins i mean this is day one of a game that you could possibly put like later on decades of different kinds of versions of leatherhead or leatherface jeez i'm about to say it again (laughs) leatherface and uh yeah leatherface and like the the characters and stuff you know right just possibilities you know i think again i think some people are thinking that this game is going to be a version of you play as the survivor going through the house in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the movie. That is Mm. not what that is. Mm. Um, So I'll read a little bit. And this was just their summary. So due to lack (laughs) of knowledge, poor tutorial system, one-sided difficulty. Again, I've had survivors on several occasions get out and more than one. So I disagree with that. Mm. Um, a higher price tag than expected. $39.99 is not expensive, not especially for a game. I think, again, people were assuming that, oh, because it's Dead by Daylight, that's going to be the price tag. That's mm. That was a silly assumption. Mm-hmm. Albeit the sound design, graphically, it is impressive. It struggles to get me over the, get me over the hump. Now, I disagree. Okay. So, well, as go ahead so, sorry i just okay so okay so like here's the thing though because i'm looking at the gameplay right now this is probably my first time mm-hmm. really looking at it sure yeah it, it, I'm watching so you. so the gameplay itself it looks mm-hmm. i mean it looks like it's dvd and uh, it clearly isn't because it's a three like what is, is it a 3v4 or a th- a 3v4 okay mm-hmm. so, so four, four survivors okay so okay so four is, is leatherface a care uh, a human or is that a is that a, is that a is that a, is that a uh, he's a killer so he's part of the family. So he's one of the three killers. Oh, I know. So but can you control Leatherface? Can you control yeah, Leatherface? Oh, you can. Yeah. Okay. So one of the three killers, uh, one of the three people playing killers will decide who's playing Leatherface. I have yet to play him. The boys were uh, going back and forth with who was playing. And can the survivors, can the survivors fight against the other people? I mean, you obviously, yes. can't, you obviously can't fight Leatherface. I mean, Leatherface, I mean, you can. Yeah, you can. But it's going to be tougher <laughs> to do uh, to no, do it. Yeah, know? shockingly, and in most games, for instance, and I talk about this all the time, in a lot of horror games, you cannot fight back. Outlast, mm-hmm. you cannot fight. Uh, DBD, you can't really fight back. Uh, so when I was chasing someone and they punched me in the face and knocked me down, I was shocked. Also stunned, obviously. Uh, <laughs> Leland. Uh, oh, this is where I discover that, yes, the guard gate can shock me. Um, that was not fun. Um, so Leland can, can can essentially punch you in the face and knock you down. Now, as Sissy, I am, of course, smaller as the uh, compared to the other killers. Obviously, Leatherface is huge. So I don't know if Leland punching Leatherface knocks him down like it does for Sissy or the mm-hmm. cook or the hitchhiker. Mm-hmm. But... Um, they do get stunned because I could hear, you know, oh, he just punched me in the face. And I knew that they were at that time playing Leatherface <laughs> in the basement. Um, the I believe his name's Donnie. He can poke me in the eye. So it'll come up. 
and I have to spam my F key. Uh, and whoever, of course, spams it faster wins that um, wins mm. that push out. And so a lot of the times I was getting poked in the eye and stunned for a second while they could run off. Um, the girls, I didn't notice any uh, any fight back from them. But a lot of the people playing girls as survivors were all like level zero and level one uh, at that time. So they could probably have, I, I assume that they have some sort of fighting ability whether it be small like poking me in the eye kicking me in the groin whatever um but it it, it was interesting i i was absolutely stunned when i got knocked out by leland um and okay. he just he got away i'm like dang it because you're stunned for quite a while with with leland when when you get poked in the eye it's i would say a five second difference compared to leland's where i'm on the ground i then get up i'm still stunned and i can't chase after him versus getting poked in the eye i stand there my character goes oh dang it and i have to wait five to ten seconds before i can then chase so you can fight back in this game, which I liked a lot. That's good. Now, I like that. That's a lot. That makes the game very different than the yeah. other, other uh, kind of games like this is. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it it was it was a lot of fun. And it, right here, I'm I'm getting blood from the bucket. Um, and the whole time we were all talking. So if I'm opening and slamming a door, um, I I'm letting my teammates know, hey, that was me that opened that door. Hey, mm-hmm. that was me. You know, tripping over whatever. That was me turning the light on um, so that we were all really coordinated in our attacks. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, I, I did notice. Wesley, I'm sorry to cut you off. Again. Sure, sorry. Go ahead. But Wesley on YouTube does actually bring a good, really good point here. He says that the game does look amazing. But the, his concern is that as a casual player, we, he worries about the play, like the, the the curve between, you know, playing against higher level characters and uh, wish you had the option to play against, you know, AI as an evil, uh, as an, like, you know, what you could do in Evil Dead. Do you know, right. like, yeah, so do you, so, do, like, I guess the real question is, do you know, like, can, or is there a possibility that you can make Leatherface an AI? Or no. is it, or, so they always have, so it's 100%. No bots. Uh, so it's 100% no bots in this game? Correct. Wow. Okay. So That's we did get a. We did get into a few matches where it was 3v3, um, mm-hmm. where people were dropping out of like the fourth spot and the timer came up and so it would throw us in. Um, now, I would say as a casual player, so I'm at, currently I'm I'm level 12 with Sissy, excuse me. They do want you to play with other characters, though. They make that very evident. Um that they want you to play the cook, the hitchhiker. They want you to get good at Leatherface. They want you to kind of rotate your pattern of killer. Um, mm. I would say this. There was several times where we had level 1 and 2s against two level 12s and a level 10 who were able to escape. So two out of the four were, were escaping. Um, some of the, obviously, different survivors do different things. Um, one of the girls, she runs really fast, and it is very hard to catch up to her unless she stops to try to heal herself, and then you're able to stab her. But then she's able to just take off, and you just kind of have to hope and pray that you don't lose sight of her. Because once you do, you're not going to be able to really do anything as far as catching up to her, unless again, mm. unless she stops. Um yeah, you can request a trade character. So if you are playing as um, 
with just randoms you can request to play characters there is an internal um system so that you are able to talk with the other people that are playing with you which i liked um i was able to hear the survivors uh when we were in the lobby um talking to each other but not in game so that seems to be kept private so survivors can hear each other and killers can hear each other via voice chat but not cool. in game yeah um the characters the dialogue is great again this isn't you playing the movie right it's a hide and seek so the dialogue doesn't really matter it's just for it's it's for fan fluff right i guess the biggest um, the biggest concern i would have had is that i mean i've known with Te texas chainsaw massacre i mean the, basically it's not they're not their main concern isn't story i mean and that's fine and it, it's definitely not it's not story it's just more like to uh, right. a versus game i was more worried about like for 40 dollars, am i going to be getting just a dvd clone and it doesn't seem like it that's the case uh, that's no. definitely not the case it seems like it's a it's its own standalone kind of kind of game right so that's pretty cool and of course the maps that they do have available right now are the three maps from the movies so there's the gas station the house and one other that i can't think of off the top of my head um mm. but they are exactly like the movie so if you're very familiar with them you'll be very familiar with the maps now of course the basement is very intricate uh there are different areas it, it, i would say for somebody granted i play a lot of labyrinthine if you've never played that you are in a labyrinth you do have a compass but the second we get into the game i'm able to distinguish between north south east and west whether i've made that directional up in my head or if that's actually where i am but i've gotten really good at finding my way back so i think that has helped me with other games where i'm not familiar with maps mm -hmm. um i would say after playing for about an hour i was about 75 percent sure in all three maps where i was going um now different characters do different things so sissy can crawl under like barricades and like squeeze through doorways whereas leatherface can't do that but he can like chop down their little um burrow escapes so that they can't mm -hmm. get through that stinks because now i can't get through that so i have to go around but that's why you really want to pick and choose what three killers you're playing and how they how work gonna, together yeah. you know because mm -hmm. she can go through spaces the hitchhiker also can't go through all of those but he can go through some and leatherface can break those down so you kind of want to you know really get a good dynamic going of of who goes but i think as a casual player you're not going to have an issue i would say playing against ai in this game might be more difficult um you are placed um each character is placed differently in the map as far as killers and survivors all survivors go to the basement um but you essentially start in similar places on each map so my character gets close to the car so i go and start the car battery i let my other killers know and then we continue um well, like um well it's kind of to wrap it up though like overall yeah, sure. though your overall experience though is, is if would you say it's very positive would you suggest this to someone to play it or try it out uh, for the first time absolutely or willing to spend yeah. the 40 dollars for it I really enjoyed it. So I would say I like this more than Evil Dead, even though Evil Dead had separate content um, for single Evil Dead players. Was confusingly crazy, though. Very crazy. I could not get past the third trial to save mm -hmm. my life, and it. Mm -hmm. I stopped playing because I got so mad. I mm -hmm. would say I like this more than DVD. Uh, wow, I would give it. A lot. Yeah, out of five stars, I would get it. Give it a four. 
I I enjoy it. I don't think there's a lack of content. I think that playing different characters like they suggest gives you more of an experience because you only have the three maps currently playing different characters gives you each a different experience every single time and so you're not feeling like you're just going through the same cycle over and over again um i like that a lot more i like that there are more things to do as far as killers and and moving things um and how hard it is to get your perks to to activate uh, i think a lot of people enjoy this as a hide and seek as just whether they want to play it all of the time or just some of the time, I think you'll enjoy it. And I liked that, it a lot. That's cool. I like the, that, that. That's good. Uh, kind of going back to what Blue Spirit kind of said a couple of uh, uh, things earlier. He was saying, is it no bots or, or no bot, uh, bots for now? If you know, I really doubt that it's hard to say because like, since this, this, this game technically just came out a couple of days ago, um, is that it, I guess together they have to measure to see what the consistency is of how many people are be play, uh, is going to be consistently playing it before they right. decide to switch to that kind of decision. So I mean, currently I'm not, no, yeah, yeah, currently no, but like it's not out of the realm of possibility that they would probably get to a point where they say, oh, that well, this is there, there is low community, so we'll we probably right. may need to turn on that bot, you know, bot mode. I on. do. I do think that if they do, and here, it, this is just uh, Alex's opinion coming straight at you. If they give us bots, it will be for custom gameplay where you have a seven-team, three-killer, four survivors, but maybe you only have six people. And then mm. you would be able to activate a bot and pick which survivor or killer they are. You know, yeah. I think that scenario is absolutely plausible, but currently that is not available for custom games and so as far as i am aware there are no ai there are no bots okay cool yeah all right so it is uh yeah it's a good topic uh well mine uh it is my topic now and i want to talk about uh, something that that, that that actually came to me i didn't even really think about it because i really had no i guess it's really my i didn't really have an interest in playing it myself uh, but I do, am a fan of the developer studio because it's because uh, uh, one of my favorite comic book artists, uh, Joe Mad, uh, who who writes a series called uh, called uh, uh, well, man I just can't oh Battle Chasers called Battle Chasers uh, made his own video game studio and uh, okay. yeah yeah the problem is he's been very flaky like he had this he started a series that was so good stops at issue nine and says hey you know what i want to make video games so he cans his his his, his comic book career and decides to be a part of a game a new ip called called uh uh darksiders remember the uh, originally back in the day so yeah. he, he yeah so he was co-creator of darksiders for for the longest of time so he's been doing that then he eventually decides to say hey i want to go back to uh to comics but then he's like oh you know what just kidding i'm not so <laughs> so we waited so he finally made his own studio airship syndicate down in austin uh been doing some pretty good stuff down there has got has gotten gotten better and things things been going into the works which is really good for him i'm glad for him and then he decides to say it again battle chasers is coming back again and he and to his credit it finally came back 
all I had to do was wait 20 years for it to come back from the first from, <laughs> at, from 20? That's crazy. yeah from number nine to number 10 that's what it was so so uh so they made a brand new game um a uh oh, excuse me while I get this set up yeah uh, they made a brand new game it's called wayfinders um so wayfinders was going to be a first person shooter uh MMO uh MMO RPG that uh well not first person I'd say third person shooter that had a good that had a story and stuff uh that was supposed to be like you know massive world uh uh able to have a lot of different multiple people to be playing uh playing doing different kinds of tasks quests and stuff like that L game looks really good like the cell shades and everything looks fairly look like a fairly good game i just i just didn't have time to play it myself personally uh mm -hmm. but there's just one slight problem the games, uh, they underestimated the amount of people that were going to uh, that were going to go and play this game day one, uh, let alone. Actually, it's not even true. This is early release. Technically, uh, it's going to the official release is this week, I believe. Uh, and it has been such a oh, nightmare right. show. And thanks to Doc, because I've been talking to Doc about this this whole weekend about it. And he's been and he's been cataloging it this whole time that uh, that the stuff that's been happening uh, on this, uh, the stuff that's been constantly happening here uh, for this for this game has been nightmarish. It, 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 it's like okay so because like uh i've said a long time ago that that game uh of an mmo mmo rpgs is probably not only one of the most expensive games to make because it's always games that it, it is a automatic games as a service but it's also one of the hardest because you don't know what your expectations is of what your community is going to be uh, is going to be about like because the mm -hmm. uh because the game itself isn't out yet so and uh and you and you and you're, you have to guess you have to guess and you have to have an educated guess about like say, like like okay these people came here for the free beta this is how many people are going to probably going to be here and stuff like that right uh, for because estimate how many people will be on the servers exactly because the server because server costs for these kind of games are not cheap so they always want to under uh undervalue the amount of people because uh because as always, there's always going to be a decline after the uh, week two and so on and so forth. So they always want to have less than what they're wanting instead of having more than what they're uh, than what they're using. Uh, so, uh, but the problem is this this game alone has uh, uh, th there was issues on their server because of the overflow of people that were wanting to go at the same time that was mm -hmm. causing the uh, the queues to go insane insanely crazy so there was a uh, uh yeah so like uh so on i think it was friday was the first day i was looking at i was trying to look at the information about it and uh mm -hmm. there there were q their q numbers were at over 20,000 20 to 30,000 i saw your twitter post yeah. of i'm not mad i'm just disappointed <laughs> which as a child hearing that as as a child that was the worst thing you could ever hear from your parents so when i saw that and saw that you were in queue and you were like seventeen thousand and something i was like oh no i don't know what that is but he is not happy at the well, moment no That's here's crazy a, well here's the here's the thing that wasn't even me because like i said i didn't i didn't wasn't playing on playing it that was doc doc was in oh, cute no. well yeah yeah so doc and it, it, it actually i think doc's experience is even worse uh on it, it itself so what happened was that uh so he has he was not able to get in the game at all for the next two days uh okay. 
And, and when uh, was this released? I'm sorry, Wednesday, Friday, thir- uh, Friday, I believe. This was early okay. release if you bought it. Uh, so like, so he this wasn't able Friday? to. Yeah, this past Friday, like two days ago. Okay, so the 18th. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, so he wasn't able to get in for the next for the first two days. This morning, he decides to say, "Okay, let me get inside the queue again." He was number uh, when I did the screenshot. I think was at seventeen thousand, or when he did the screenshot was seventeen thousand. He had to wait two two hours in that active queue (laughs) just to get inside the game. Right? He gets inside the game. He chooses a character. He realizes the character isn't what the isn't a good fit for him. He wanted to change someone else, and then he mm-hmm. said, uh, "Then he said, okay, let me try a different character." Guess what? Game kicks him he out. Puts it back in the queue. Oh no! Yeah, game kick, game kicks him out. He's back in the queue of seven, twenty thousand again, and he decides to wait. And, and, and God bless you, Doc, for this. I know you're on. You're 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 here on Twitch. Uh, yeah, uh, but like, I was like, I don't know how you're not pissed off on this point. Like, uh, like, uh, so he yeah, waits in the queue again because he needed to change his character two hours mm-hmm. again. Then he got a chance to play again for like an hour. Right, he plays for an hour. He's actually kind of getting the feel of the game, and then it kicks him out again a third time. And then, like, and then I was like, "How are you even like, like, I like, I would have been giving my money back, dude. This is insane." So here's the thing about this. Sorry, I would say that's a lot of players. That is, it's definitely a lot of players. Uh, here's the thing about this, and and I hate it when people like. I mean, I won't say I hate it, but you give a company. A little bit of leeway because yes it's day one day one bugs always happens all the time no there's no way to there's no way to uh to escape yeah to escape that i was experiencing that with tcm on friday it happens yeah it happens and that's fine uh but like my problem is that dude this game has this many people they've uh they've they pointed out that they that that they found that there was failures on multiple levels to cause these cues to go uh uh, to happen and yet at the same time they were uh uh they decided to cap their servers so they can at least have the people that are able to get in to play uh to play the experience uh to play for its experience you know what you did what you need to do to play your uh your game but at the same time your game is broken you need to stop selling it at that point you need to stop selling it because at that because like there's no reason because like uh you can buy the game the game is only twenty dollars as a base game if you want to buy the the complete package like for all of the expansions and stuff that's going to come mm-hmm. for this game a hundred and forty nine dollars a hundred and forty nine dollars for people uh-huh. to hurry up yeah to play the uh, uh to play this game and then if you ended up picking up this game uh picking this up uh, uh picking this up because i know there's whales that definitely did <laughs> that's definitely spent yeah. this kind of cash because they because of the, because they know who the developer is a ship syndicate is I usually pretty it. good yeah uh-huh. the, then i would then you're really like yeah you need to you need to do something uh back on this because that is insane what are we going to ask lex so okay obviously this is early access they didn't account for how many people would be on the servers Getting in the game itself, obviously, we're getting firsthand accounts from Doc. So mm-hmm. we are only going based off of his experience and then getting thrown back into the queue after a two-hour wait and picking a character he wasn't happy with. Mm-hmm. For the people that are getting into the game, is it broken for them? 
Or is this just a long queue scenario that will die down in a few days, like well, we first, did with Outsiders? First off, okay, I will I will say it's I don't think it's early uh, early uh, uh, what's it called it's not early access it's early release that's what oh, I meant. Early release. So I'm the game okay. yeah the, yeah the game is done and it was supposed to be it, it was supposed to be ready. Uh, the uh, but the the consensus is specifically long queues like uh is if people are lucky are lucky enough but like because you remember how last week we were talking about how how bad overwatch 2 uh had the uh the right. bombs uh on uh, uh on steam like i think they're yes. at a hundred and now they're at a hundred and fifty thousand uh overwhelmingly negative reviews on this yeah like this game itself is hitting around uh already about i think it's hitting about 10 10 to 12,000. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, it's just, well, actually, you know what? I'll just pull, I'll pull it up. Uh, the, uh, uh, I just think overall, like everything that's been going on with this game itself has just seemed like it's just been wrong. And that's what, mm-hmm. like, I, I've just been like, wow, dude, I understand failure and I understand that you can, you can give, you can give someone like some sort of level of, uh, of, of leeway. But this right. is this is uh, no, this is way too bad. Yeah, it's almost at ten thousand uh, negative reviews right now because of it. Um, I'm curious what they say now. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, what they say on the review? Oh, you know, it's yeah, funny. is I love going. Are on, they, I'm sorry to go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to. I'm starting to love going on Steam for the check what their reviews I are, know. but I shouldn't. But I <laughs> but it's but some people are pretty creative. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, so like, let me see if I can get a good one. I'm curious. Uh, yeah, I'm curious of what the majority is saying because a doc is saying that he believes that it's just a long queue issue that they didn't account for how many people would be on the servers. My curiosity is for the people that are getting in through the queue and actually playing the game and not being kicked out. What mm. is their experience like? You know what I mean. Like, is the yeah, game itself saying, broken? Is the game is it itself broken, queue? or if it's just Correct. the server connections? Uh, I think it's clear that it's a ser- it's a server issue. It's not a game. Well, for now, it's not the game issue because the they're saying itself looks good. Because from what I'm saying, uh, from what I'm seeing, uh, it's hard to see. Let me see if I can find a guy who's not sarcastic on here. Uh, this guy named Sheffy on the Steam says, so I have uh, mixed feelings about this game, but overall, it's very good. The launch of the early access is one of the worst I've ever uh, I've ever witnessed. But you just j- but just because of a terrible launch, you shouldn't uh, write the game as bad. And, you know, I would agree to disagree on that. It's very hard. I'm just saying in this time and in this day and age. If you bomb at your initial at your initial release, back. it's really hard to come back. It's a it, it is a first impression basis on that because my right. biggest problem the biggest problem is is that uh, yes, if the game is good, it's a damn shame that most people are not going to play it. But if you didn't, but if you if you mess up with certain things like this, luckily, I will say this: it's early mm-hmm. access, it's early release. So right. uh, so this isn't the official release of the game but they know now that they need to fix whatever their issues are with the server connections and then their authentications because they've they were trying to do right. some temporary fixes that just all failed like i believe mm-hmm. doc sent me yeah doc you sent me a picture earlier about like what they they did on the process they did like four or five different things and all of it failed so huh. yeah it's it's crazy well- and to clarify, so for for people who don't know, when you as a game developer um, 
request a server and you say how many people you are expecting to come, again, you usually drop that number down because that's not what you're going to get. In mm. this case, that is incorrect. They got 20,000 plus more people than they expected, right? So fine. OP, stop digging. Um, <laughs> the problem then is, is you can't, as the developer, turn around and just go, hey, um, can you make our server bigger? It just it doesn't really work that way. Um, you're either like you're the server that you are in that you were dedicating for your players on the game has a certain number and it has a max. You can't just have somebody on it at a desk somewhere somewhere else click the number and magically add to that. So that's that's definitely an issue. And I, and I see yeah. what you mean. I think. I, I am curious, again, since it is early access, early release, if once they do get the server issues fixed, because it seems that this game does have a loyal base already, mm -hmm. um, if people will come back to it. And you're right. It is a first impressions. I mean, what's the what was the vampire game? Redfall. Oh I haven't gone back and played Redfall <laughs> at all. Um, it. I was very upset with with how the game itself was. I thought the commercials for it were just, oh, so this is a commercial where they're showing a picture and they're zooming in and out and there's text. Nope, that's the game. So <laughs> I think with this from, there's from a difference what I that. just yeah. read on their views, there's a big difference. The game is good. It's ready. The server wasn't, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean. So hopefully it doesn't kill it. It's hard. Like I just think, I think gamers kind are. I. It's hard to see if gamers are forgiving for these kind of things. It's really, it's really tough. I but it depends. I feel if like. the yeah, if the game Fandoms gets good, yeah, yeah, it's very true. Uh, if the game does have a good, uh, have a good like you know, step uh, backup, not backup, but more like you know, balance of uh of connection. Mm -hmm. But uh, well, you know, you know what? I will say this though, because of people who have played it, who actually got in the game and played the game played itself, it. and then they mm -hmm. are saying that they're experiencing a pretty good, you know, ex they're having a good experience playing it. Maybe, right. maybe that's going to be their saving grace because like, so. uh, yeah, yeah. Cause I think it's just the authentication issues. And then I think with mixture of the fact that this is over the weekend, it's like uh, they're, it's uh, they're going. It's going to get better, but at the same time, though, the experience of a person to, to get inside the game, wait two hours in a queue just to get kicked out again, to wait two hours to a queue to to, to just get kicked in again, is a little bit uh, is not forgiving to me. I, like that's that. Well, for me, I would probably just say, you know what, deuces, I'm not touching this game at all worth a worth a stick so uh it's it's crazy uh evil business on youtube says i don't think i ever saw a commercial for redfall um yeah they didn't really do a good job i mean of really advertising I... overall on the outsides except for commercials yeah. through youtube advertisement social media and <laughs> stuff but uh, it was it was big. The reason why it was so big was it. I mean, Bethesda was backing a lot of money in on it, and yet you just yeah. got like, yeah, you got crap for for what what Bethesda mm -hmm. put in. So it was so not done. Like, yeah, I saw a commercial for it on Hulu. I think mm -hmm. it was a, a twenty second commercial on Hulu, um, and then I did some investigating because I was like, Redfall, that looks yeah, good, and true. so I looked at it, and then because of the podcast and us discussing it, I saw the different renditions of their their um, promos, um, which the promos looked fine. However, um, 
I, in my mind, thought, oh, this this still that they're showing is just for the promo. When in reality, yeah. that's the game where they they make certain areas. It's almost like comic book, like a, a comic book page, and they zoom in and zoom out of mm -hmm. two people talking to each other. But when I pay $60 for a game, that is not what I'm looking for, especially not when you were toting that it was going to be a different experience. Yeah. So Redfall is kind of in its, its, in its realm for games that have failed this year because the game itself wasn't done. It was just and bad. <laughs> yeah. we, it, we've had so many games this year just come out and they were absolutely awful. They they're saying, you know, hey, we're going to give you a complete game for $60. You're paying $60 and you're getting maybe $5 worth of a game. Lord of the um, Ring and, Golem, yeah. <laughs> right. We've had that continuously happen. And so I think, you know, of course, our yeah. fear is that that would be the case with this. When I'm looking at Steam, that doesn't seem like what's going on again. It just it seems, seems like it's, like it's yeah. just a Q issue. It seems like a Q issue, especially. So I mm -hmm. think it'll be a uh, Jonan K. What's up, Jonan K? Says, uh, I mean, uh, for Final Fantasy fourteen recovered, and yeah, Final Fantasy yeah. fourteen did recover. But the, look at it what they had to. Base. No, look what they had. Look what they had to do. They had to fire the original cast of Final Fantasy fourteen completely. Get a person from the outside uh, the, by the name of Yoshi P to re-resurrect a whole background story of it. Completely retcon everything that I did. They did it like it took them five years. I mean, it took them forever to uh, uh, to, to get into that point for them to uh, 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 to to reset. I mean, it wasn't a server issue in itself. That it was just normal like normal like way of life for the whole game uh, itself to go uh, uh to go at it which was uh uh which was like those are the and 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 even in that case scenario it's few and far between when sit like when stuff like that happens i mean like you could really name like a lot like very few games that that kind of have that second wind to to get even more better throughout the years because i remember when that happened i was like i am not touching this game uh, after i played because i was original I, I was original 14 and I was like, I'm not touching this game, even though it's coming back again. But hey, but because of the help of the of the of the next set team, it was like, okay, they 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 fixed everything back up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, I, and it seems that a lot of people are really mad who who are the whales that bought the founders pack oh, because definitely. they're saying that that there are uh -huh. things missing when they are finally getting into the game, and then that seems to have been fixed, and they're following through the Discord, and then of course the queue is taking so long that now they're just, they're upset. Which granted, I absolutely understand, because if you get into the game, and you start, you can lose items, etc. Mm -hmm. I, I... No, it I mean, like, it, hey, it is what it is. Genre, but... I don't think that it's going to be, like you're saying, I don't think it's a quality of the game kind of issue. I think it's just exactly. on the back end side. And, and I think I, we we uh, we yeah. can agree. And then until, like, Doc, you let me know how overall when, once you're able to, like, you know, consistently and stay in the game uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for longer than an hour to see where it's going to be at. Because, like, this is, like, uh, yeah, because, like, Airship Syndicate does good stuff. They, I mean, I've always right. liked what they did, what, what they've done. I mean, uh, on their own, mm -hmm. it's really saddening to see that like they're having these kind of issues. Uh, of you know what the it kind of reminds me of is like the the design of like the towns really looks like lost and random mm -hmm. without that little bit of spooky element. It's really cute. I mean, the design looks fantastic. Again, it, as as far as games are concerned. If it's a long queue versus an incomplete game, because people are in the Steam in Steam um, 
writing reviews saying, isn't this fraud? No, it's not fraud. If the game is complete, you're good. Redfall, yeah. absolutely fraud. Was it wrong. wasn't a complete <laughs> game. It's a totally different scenario. So hopefully they recover. Yeah. Oh, you never good. know. We'll we'll definitely see see where that's going to go, but I am very interested in seeing where it's going to be like uh, where it's going to land. I, I hopefully it does have a good a good shelf life because you know what you know, you know what I'm scared of and I'm pretty sure Doc will understand it too. Was mm-hmm. like I hope it's not going to be like how Outriders was because Outriders oh, was Outriders. yeah like uh, because that's what I was like. Hopefully, like I mean, even though Outriders did Outriders issue was identity was an identity issue. Like, but it, still, the hype of it was like it was definitely was way more than what 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 it uh, what it offered, and uh, hopefully, that's what I hope I did I didn't have. Uh, yeah, I hopefully this doesn't this doesn't be the same way because I've I've heard a little bit about Wayfinders, so I just never really cared or tried wanted to try for it. So, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll definitely see. I uh, I constantly say that the first week is going to be rough, but it looks so deep. Uh, I'll look deep. Yeah, definitely do it. Uh, yeah, definitely let, keep us keep keep us in the the loop on that. That'd be very good. Making uh, up Yeah. Uh, all right. So we got the last uh, the last topic, and we're going to do actually something a little different since Smitty is mm-hmm. not here. Uh, so uh, it's actually funny. Before the show, uh, Blue Spear uh, mm-hmm. checks checks it on the show. Uh, sent sent uh, Lex something. So uh, Lex, why don't you why don't you start it up? Sure. So we've all heard of Fortnite. Uh, we all make fun of people who play Fortnite. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, interesting. And this comes from the New York Times. Uh, a Holocaust museum in Fortnite. Superheroes and atrocities collide. Um, so by opening its popular service to player creations, Epic Games has taken on a role of vetting how sensitive topics are displayed. Now, there is a checklist of precautions um, that needed to enforce before opening the doors of this virtual Holocaust museum in the video game Fortnite. No shooting, no shouting, no breakdancing. And of course, they don't mention it here, but tagging, because in the game you can tag. Those absences defy the normal rules of one of the world's most popular games where players can dress like googly-eyed hamburgers to exchange gunfire with John Wick and Batman, etc. But Epic Games, eager to keep people on its Fortnite servers as much as possible, has opened up real estate in its virtual worlds to almost anyone with with an idea. Now, the publisher, which was not involved in developing the Holocaust Museum, but advertised Bernard on how to follow its content guidelines, finds itself vetting sensitive topics that can become public relation fiascos with a single misstep. The risk of propagating historical inaccuracies has also concerned Holocaust educators, although several are supportive of the attempt to reach younger audiences. With the rise of Holocaust denial and other forms of anti-Semitism, it is important that new generations worldwide learn the truth of the Holocaust, Sarah Bloomfield, director of the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum, said in a statement. Online opportunities can help advance that goal, she continued. At a time of declining trust overall, museums, because they display authentic items, are still trusted sources of information, maintaining that trust requires rigorous adherence to historical accuracy. After this virtual museum opened to the public this week, Bernard welcomed the New York Times on a tour of Voices of the Forgotten, which is what the museum is called, which promises to teach visitors about the heroes who saved Jewish lives during the Holocaust and also the Jewish members of the resistance. 
His avatar happened to be dressed like Spider-Man, and a few curious players wandered into the gallery with their own get-ups and names, like Dr. Llama Lord. The museum's architecture (laughs) resembles a modern mansion outside of Miami with large windows and a reflective marble floor. Beyond the small lobby, the exhibit begins. Now, obviously, they continue with this. So, Mm. right off the get-go, Davis and I, before we read any of that, said, time and place right (laughs) yeah and as you said we play video games as an escape obviously we are an older generation we were taught about the holocaust in schools we know how important uh, in history that um learning about that is because again history likes to repeat itself um it's one of the worst atrocities of humankind uh and it is important that people do learn about it do i want to learn about it in Fortnite? absolutely no (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't. You know, it's actually kind of it's it, what's really interesting to me is that they they okay well because like I was thinking to myself that how the how to access this is this not this is not readily access like accessible if you're it is in Fortnite right now. Like nope, so, you, it is. It, so if you go into Fortnite, you can go and then you choose them. You you select yep. that person's map and then he'll they'll let you in. Okay, no, not like that. It's it's kind of like real estate added on. So imagine the map from from what I understand. Imagine the map, right? And then they can expand that map outward, right? And you can per almost like you're purchasing real estate, right? Like okay, so the city of Las Vegas is here, but I want to get a house outside of town and do this with it. Kind of the same scenario from what I understand. Um, and they have turned off things like talking and all of that um they basically turned off the game i mean essentially did they they basically turned off everything it's more of just a a quick walk through and here this is that's kind of hate hate is rising worldwide i think we need tools to make people more empathetic bernard said while wearing sunglasses and puffing from a vape during a zoom call (laughs) oh my god he knows oh, that hundreds Jesus. of millions of dollars have been spent on Holocaust museums, but that only 20% of Americans have actually visited one. One of the pictures and placards within the Fortnite Museum focuses on a lesser known aspect of the Holocaust in which about 6 million Jews were killed, as well as figures who might escape the lens of a traditional institution. Bernard 37, oh my God, has dedicated sections of the Tripolitania riots. I hope I pronounced that correctly. One of the bloodiest attacks against Jews in North Africa. And William Aaron Diaz, a member of the Dutch resistance against the Nazis. Again, time and What the and frick place. is going on? Okay, dude. Okay, seriously. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't learn about the Holocaust in any way, in any way, shape, or form. Because I think it's right. something that there are a lot is very viable to do it. But dude, you, right. The, right it, it just comes down to time and freaking place. You don't go on Grand Theft Auto, uh, playing Grand Theft Auto, and then all of a sudden deciding to say, "Hey, what what do you think about euthanasia?" <laughs> you know, right. or something or, like that. It's or, going, just, or, or or going to you know. Um, a Martin Luther King uh, memorial inside of of Grand Theft Auto um, after you just shot up a gang. I don't. What I don't. The hell I, is that? I just don't. I do, I guess I don't understand it. And and yes, there are a lot of Holocaust deniers. I've met a few, and they're not great people. Um, I just. I don't. I guess I don't understand. I, again, knowledge is power. I've always said this. The more you know, the better you are equipped to live your life. Right. Fortnite 
<laughs> just, it's just so weird. It's like, oh my god, Fortnite? Fortnite, like with the with the with the with the punk kids and stuff like that. And you're trying right. to, you're. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand what your logic on why you're wanting to do this because yes, it has it captivates a lot of people to do that kind of thing. In fact, mm-hmm. if you wanted to make a game that had that showed the showed this kind of thing, uh, for like if you absolutely wanted to make a game to show like the uh the uh the horribleness of of the holocaust you would i would have thought well right. shit why don't you just do roblox <laughs> at this point right. you know? or something like that it's just so weird that you would decide to say like okay guys uh we're gonna put we're gonna put this in <sighs> fortnite by the way, you can't build anything. You can't. You can't shoot anything. You can't tag anything. You can't do dances. You can't talk to people. You turn off the game of the game that you're inside, uh, essentially in itself. It's like right. you gotta like if you're gonna do if you're gonna go to that extent to show this to show this off to say we need this to to let people be aware of mm-hmm. uh, of the Holocaust then you might need to find a better way of doing that because that is not going to work at all. What, right. Well, what, and, what and, the hell? And the commentary in the chat is, I would rather play this. It, I would rather see this museum GTA over Fortnite because there is RP. I agree. RP stands for role play for those of you who are not super nerds. Um, mm-hmm. It makes more sense to have it in Overwatch. I agree. Um, because a lot of the content Overwatch is about genocide, etc. And the story. I don't... Like, yeah. Fortnite is being silly with your friends and it's it's a shoot 'em up. It just doesn't what, it doesn't oh. make sense and there's not a like a, a lore I, I, when I saw the like, picture, when I saw the picture of when I when I sent you the link of the uh, of the, the article, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Is this the right link?" Because it was literally yep. like a hall, yep, yep, yep. like a like a classy hall, and then there was a dude dressed up as Miles Morales Spider Man, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Is this right? Because yeah. it doesn't even yeah. seem right. Like it didn't even look right to me. Nope, uh, so yeah, it is unbelievable that, that that's what that's where we're at right now. Just to get people's attention to something serious like that. I mean, that's that's unfortunate, man. Like, uh, uh, like uh, if you're wanting to, if you're like, there has to be a. Be- I just think that if you're wanting, if you're, if this is a, if this is a true issue that you're experiencing, and you're wanting to be pe- people have more eyes on other people to be aware that this happened, there has to be better ways for you to do it than the what you, the what you decide to do well, on this. It doesn't even make any lick of sense on why you would do it this way, but. In further down the article, too, it says, you know, the information in the museum is limited to a few short sentences about each topic. Bernard, who has worked in the gaming industry for more than a decade, confirmed that he used Wikipedia and without elaborating said he double checked that the information was correct through other sources. Cite your fucking sources. I would love to know. Please cite your sources. Because if you're inaccurate, that 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 causes a whole other load of problems. This year, he's also released a game called The Light in the Darkness that focuses on educating young people about the Holocaust. This is... Okay, I know what it is. This is his way of advertising his fucking game through another game. That's exactly what this is. That's probably what it is. So I would agree. This That'd is be- this is a PR stunt to advertise his game through fucking Fortnite. Sorry, pardon my language. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad. 
That is really weird. That is really, really, really weird. And secondly, you say your sources is like you're using wiki as a source. You never wiki use wiki is as not a accurate. source. You can't use that in a college <laughs> essay. Wikipedia is not always accurate. You need to go to a library. You need to check out books. You need to make sure those books are accurate. Because yeah. just because it's written down, whether it be on the internet or in a book, doesn't mean that it is always truth. It's you always have, true. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. So you know, it's actually not I can like, write a like, book remember, tomorrow about Davis and it'd be absolutely false. I was like, sure and I could publish it. Stuff up. <laughs> you know, it's actually kind of crazy too because you remember like even prior to that, I think our first source of this article because what was from Wiki and I was like, nah, I got to find a credible need source. <laughs> I need right. a credible source on this. Right. this is, and that's I mean, what we did is we looked for another source. Yeah, they were like, oh, New York Times posted this on this too? It's like, Great. okay, that's This also one. posted it and this is accurate? Great. Okay. I mean, CNN's not posting, but we 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 double checked it that we had at least three credible sources that were talking about this before we just decided to add it as our third talk. Oh my yeah. god, I'm mad. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm pissed. Well, first off, uh, like I think, yeah, this is just a, this is ridiculously a ridiculous thing. Just I probably it's done its job. We're talking about it, but like the uh, unfortunate, but unfortunately, it's not what the kind of thing that we're wanting to talk about. Uh, like uh. Uh, we were kind of thing we're like we're we're forced to talk about like talk about the real issue of that is not is not at hand you know so it's so uh, it's so terrible dude that's just uh, so bad anyways we'll stop that. we'll stop it at this point I'll, yeah. like it is just the anger alone because at first when, the, when, when, when I thought when, when someone said oh the Holocaust Museum inside Fortnite I thought it was a joke I was like there's no way yeah. No, I thought I didn't think I would get down the article and it would say that they already created a game. Mm. I mean, this is more than almost three fourths of the way down the article. This should have been at the top of the article because that clearly, again, intention. Intention is always, you always want to start with intention. What was their intention? Why would you do such a thing? Oh, for knowledge? Great. Okay. But then to find out that you have created a game about this topic just makes it seem like you're a fucking sleazeball. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm mad. Yeah. You're right. profiting off people dying. Okay, yeah. cool. Great. Love it. Hmm. Folks, thank you for listening mm. to episode number 187 of the CFG Gamecast. Thank you for being a part of the conversation, as always. We will be back again next weekend with a brand new week of topics there. But in the meantime, if you did miss out on this previous episode or on this episode, not the previous one, but on this episode, uh, that is perfectly all right. We release it on all podcast services. We're on Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitch Radio, Podbean, all podcast services out there. So there is absolutely no reason to miss out on all sexy, sexy voices. Oh. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. And be sure to check us uh to check out our main website, confreaksgeeks.com, or go to our main, our brand new apparel shop, uh the cfg.store to be a, uh uh for uh subscription, some awesome swag like t-shirts and stickers and stuff like that. So definitely check that stuff out. We'll put some new updates inside our chats of uh here later this week. But uh once again, this is Davis Lex signing off. Y'all. Take it easy. Bye.